You're listening to Wide Men Can't Jump on the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com slash widemencantjump. This show is brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, stripcamfun.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC located at facebook.com backslash Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, as well as at Stay Classy Meets at stayclassymeets.com where you can use promo code WIDEMEN save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. This show talks about NBA and covers all topics from all 30 teams in the league and includes guests from experts from all over the world. Make sure you're downloading us on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and more. Be sure to join in on the fun over at WideMenCan'tJump.com as well as on our Facebook group, Wide Men Can't Jump, and follow us on Twitter at Wide Jump. Now, let's go to the flagship program of this Wide Men Radio Network. Here's Wide Men Can't Jump. We are back. Always the three-year hangover anniversary party. That's right, we're hungover from the three-year anniversary celebration that went on last week where we had to crack open a lot of bit of the bubbly and we had, well, it was a great time. We did. We thanks everybody for the positive feedback and we had a great time celebrating and, uh, we got some news coming forward from that, but you know, this is a horrible intro, but here I am. I'm Nate, your, your host and joining me is, uh, the other host. And I don't mean for like a, you know, something bad, like a disease or like a tapeworm or something. He's not that kind of host. He, he's the host. Tim Dombrova. It could be. I, I, I could host an infectious disease. You can't rule that out. I'd love to have a tapeworm, truthfully. That way I could lose some weight. So, you know, <laughs> I don't want to go here right off the beginning of the show, but I'm going to have to. Do it. I, I, I'm starting to feel that there could be some heat between us and a certain other podcast. Maybe. Oh, goodness. Heat. Well, spe- specifically me and another guy who's a self-anointed professor. <laughs> well, he wasn't self-anointed. He was anointed with the uh, with that. Uh, okay, fair enough. It's not self-anointed. But he hasn't run from the tag either. He's embraced it. Correct? Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad okay. tag to have. Now, I'm feeling a little let down because, you know, now they're fake pumping me up on that other podcast. I, I don't know about that. Well, the first one wasn't, but that second one, that was, that was, <laughs> that was, that was pretty neat. Uh, <laughs> did you smell the smoke that was up your ass a little bit? Yeah, it was kind of like, you know, now they're mocking me up here. But... <laughs> and now Bobby, of course, true gentleman. Bobby's just the man, so. True, true gentleman. Now, Vilmir. Are you listening, Vilmir? I know you are. California boy. Uh oh. I don't know what to say about that. Because <laughs> it's going to go down a it's going to go down a political road, and I don't want to go there. Yeah, so we're anyway. not going down that. Uh, road. No, no, no. Jeremy, good guy. Talked to him a little bit over the weekend. A little political talk, which we will not get into here. Uh, but what I want to know, though, I got to throw this out here quick, and then we can move on. Um. Is Bobby Blaze going to end up in trouble being around Jillian Hall for so much time coming up here? Sure. <laughs> I guess we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> I just, I see this as a potential problem. I don't know. I mean, Bobby is a grown man. He could probably control himself. But after that whole uh, 
swingers interview there. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, well, that's uh, there's something's gonna play out there. So a- anyhow, but yeah, thanks boys for all the shout outs. It was great. Love you. Yeah, thanks, yeah. It was great to great to hear I have those shout outs and have Bobby on last week and all all of our uh all I of guess our I guess we should say that's bell to bell with Bobby Blaze. We shouldn't just yes. say that podcast in case somebody's. Yeah. Yes, anyway. bell to bell with Bobby Blaze. Yes, go check him out. If you haven't, you should, especially if you're a pro wrestling fan. We enjoy it. And we, you know, I, Tim and I don't miss an episode. There's one guy on there that talks a lot and tells a lot of jokes. And there's another guy on there that spouts out facts left and right like a. Well, not quite a professor. Maybe an associate professor. Maybe. <laughs> Hasn't quite earned that uh, tenure. <laughs> tenure job yet but he's getting there he's getting there he's working on it yeah yeah we're, we're feeling good for him so i don't know we'll we'll see what happens uh moving forward with with bell to bell i'm sure we'll have him back on uh there is some news coming forward that we'll go ahead and reveal to you next week now again next week we will not be uh we will not be out on wednesday the show will not be because the nba draft is on and we will be tuning in. At least I will be. I don't know what Tim will be doing. Nate's but... going to watch it, and I'm going to sleep when it's on. <laughs> yeah, that's probably that's what's going to happen, truthfully. Uh, I'm going to be watching the NBA draft, and then Thursday we will put together a post-draft analysis, kind of a you know where we're at kind of thing, and uh, we'll still have all of our picks for the NFL and everything out in time for the, the weekend. So have no fear. Have no fear indeed. We will, we will have that going. But uh, next week on the show, uh, got a little news. Joining us for the first time since the LaughCast days. And I'm talking, we're going way back. Former uh, producer Jeff Simmons is coming on to talk a little bit with us about uh, Wide Men Can't Jump and what he's been doing. He's a, a high upper in the radio world these days. He's, he's going to tell us what it's like to be uh, Gene Simmons' nephew. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which probably isn't. How it feels to uh, be from a city where the name Simmons may or may not be respected, depending on who you talk to. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll see. So, no, yes. no, no. Are you confusing Simmons with Scamuffa? Is that oh, what you're doing there? Everybody loves a Scamuffa. Okay. That's, okay. that's the new bagel at Dunkin' Donuts. No, How I'm could kidding. you not with that I name? love Chris Scamuffa. He's a great I always guy. thought it was just a, a, a really good name. You know, Scamuffa. Like, well, they, so much... they always called him, his nickname was Muff. So well, yeah. It don't get much better than that. There's not a teenage boy in America that can't come up with that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean come on now. But if Chris Scamuffa, if you're listening, hello, we miss you. Good, dude. Good, good, solid. Good. Uh, we'll try and get Karen on here within the next few weeks. Maybe holidays with Karen. Maybe we'll have something like that. Well, if you can figure out how to drag her away from Twitter, well, I good mean, luck. Be my guest because that chick is a tweet tweeting machine. Let me tell Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Absolutely busy, busy. Uh, speaking of busy, did you see? Uh, I saw this today. Ed Bogus now apparently uh, a hibachi chef. Did you see that? I, I did see it. Don't I, need was, to lie, I guess I guess Ed is traded up in the draft. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did like did he get into trouble or something? House arrest, maybe? You know, can't leave now or I saw the I saw the grill there and I you know, I was grilling a little today. I mean uh, you did see underneath there the tweet from the sheets and reply that was just tears. <laughs> <laughs> she stock fell fell today like 
<laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's a there's a meeting tomorrow in Shinston. All the takeout places are going to yes. get together and sabotage that barbecue. Yeah, apparently they've hired a sniper that can take out propane with a uh, dart. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, but the hibachi grill. How about it, Ed Bogus? You know, coming to a uh, a hibachi restaurant near you. You know why he bought that, right? I'm assuming. What? Celebrate that North Notre Dame victory. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Hey, helped us out a little bit over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that quick. Go ahead, bring it up. Let me talk about how we uh, was that. Yeah, we we were going really good, and then well, something happened in our. Uh, <laughs> which we'd like to explain. But how to, I have no clue how it we don't know what happened. I'll tell the story. Uh, apparently, like Tim, Tim and I share a an account on a betting website, and we like to. And most and a lot of the picks that we give you here on the show, we actually put down ourselves. Sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't. You know, it's just a joint account. We share it, and you know, nobody's the wiser. We split it and. Believe it or not, we've actually doubled our money so far on this with our sports knowledge. Uh, you know, knock on wood that, that we keep it up. But um, <laughs> over the weekend, I tried to bet a, uh, a three-team parlay. I was going to take the Steelers, the Vikings, and the uh, Ravens. I don't know what happened, but it ended up, I was just going to bet $10 on a parlay. I ended up with three separate bets and betting over like it's almost like seventy dollars or some crazy in, in amount. We got it up to I believe it was eighty two bucks or something like that. Yeah, it was. Something and I like jokingly that. was watching college football on Saturday, and I told my better half, I said, "Oh, you watch. I got I, I got like four out of five right on Saturday. You watch. Nate's gonna bet this money all the way." And I was just joking right get, yeah. get, up, get up on Sunday. 11 bucks what the yeah we went from like 85 bucks down to 11 and i don't even and i messaged him and i said i have no earthly oh. idea what i've done because i did it over my phone and I, and it's i don't know if i clicked a button or what but like the bets went crazy uh what? ended up hitting the uh the yeah, baltimore hit, minnesota yeah, one yeah, so that one got for, us back to even yeah so we, we ended up you know, we had a good weekend. We we ended up higher than what we were without getting yeah, any numbers. But, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I was, no thinking, I was thinking this week what we could do, though, to have a little fun. I'm thinking that we take our picks that we do for the NFL, and we bet a dollar on a parlay, but we pick every game. Okay, well, we'll never win. Why don't we just send them 12 bucks in the mail? I said bet a dollar. A dollar. Uh, well, whatever, but but we would never win, so we might as well just send. Oh, you want to spend one dollar on sixteen games? Yeah, a parlay. Oh, okay. I thought you That's meant. That's what I mean. Like, see if you can if you can pick them all right against the spread. See what you would win with all just right. a small bet. Oh, yeah, sure. I okay. think that would I mean, be kind of fun to try. I mean, we never we won't we'll be gone after the first game probably, but <laughs> That's normally the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah, the NFL's just been so weird. But I thought maybe you were going to say we there might be able to bet on uh, who uh, would be the first pick in the draft. I thought maybe you were going. Right now, I'm not sure. Uh, that's that's a segment we got coming up here in a little while. Um, again, this will be our not as special as it normally is. Not as special the draft, unfortunately, because uh, so I mean. Just the COVID and and it's just been really really tough lately with uh, with everything going on and nobody's had a chance to play basketball from the college level or anywhere else really since March. 
And we haven't got to see them. So, honestly, it's kind of hard to to put it out there and say who you think is going to go where and who can help what team, you know? I got you a shot in the dark. More so than usual. Ozzy and Osbourne. don't get me wrong, normally it's a shot in the dark, but more so no, than it's, usual. It's a double shot in the dark because there's a lot of uh, uh, some of the guys that are projected at least top ten, at least two or three of them are not NCAA players. No. So you really are, like, you were kind of in the dark anyway to some degree, and now you're really in the dark because you got nothing. Yeah. So we shall see when we get there. But anyway. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. But let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and dive in here, and we'll talk about, um, talk about some of the news. It's official. The NBA season will start December 22nd. Uh, everything's been finalized. It'll be a 72 game season. And so that's, uh, I, I think that's pretty cool that, that money, we're going to get that money was money exchanged hands to everyone's satisfaction. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and that's what it, was, what it was. I'm sure it was. It's what it always is. So we, we know this. Um, I did see, and that's not quite related to NBA. Well, it isn't related to NBA that the NHL is considering mini hubs. It's an idea. And I wondered if the if the uh, NBA had looked at that or not. Maybe that'll come out later. But kind of made sense a little bit. You know, you would go. You're going to go into a rink. You're going to stay there for you know ten days. Yeah. Play your play your games, and then you'll get four or five days off, or a period long enough that if you test positive, you can almost come back, even if you tested positive the first day back. Kind of thing. They're still working on it. I don't know how that's going to work out with buildings and all that. So who knows? Well, according to happen, what what's but... been put out there, there you know thirty teams. They're kind of coming up with their own. Each team's coming up with the kind of their own thing about hosting fans uh, in different markets. Um, I know that the Lakers saying they're not going to have any fans until further notice. Uh, they've already just they've basically come out and said that. So I mean, there's your. I mean, we know that they can telecast the games and make them palatable. Oh, absolutely. Viewers. Uh, so it's more of a revenue thing. And and I, think be it'll honest, be, I think it'll be even better back in the original building. Yeah. And even to, if it's just know, limited fans. I, I, to be honest, I'm not that concerned about the fans. I don't, I don't really think the players, uh, like as far as the COVID goes, I'm, I'm not worried about the fans given the players COVID. Uh, that to me is not really a concern. They're far enough away that yeah, absolutely. I don't think it matters now. Okay. From a public health standpoint. Sure. Yeah. Probably worried, yeah, about, it. Probably worried about it there, but. Um, I mean, the NFL is kind of proved. I mean, I haven't heard of what are we headed into what week nine or ten of week ten and everything yeah. in the NFL. I mean, outside mm-hmm. of a couple teams, it's not been too. Yeah, bad. But I haven't, I haven't heard anything though about oh well, they let fans into a stadium somewhere and there was a COVID outbreak because of that. I haven't heard any of that. So yeah, I, I haven't heard that either. So you know, so I mean, I, I hopefully you know, there are people smarter than us are dealing with that stuff, and we'll leave it at that. I do know uh, from experience the uh, the Marshall game. Um, like a friend of mine went to the Marshall game because his sister's a cheerleader for the for the Thundering Herd, and um, <laughs> yes, you're Canada's biggest Marshall fan. Yeah, but apparently, the uh, they are very very strict, at least at Marshall, on like you better have that mask on, you better stay your stay away, everything. Oh, so uh, they, they did. They did very pull, strict. Uh... They didn't pull a total lack of security Notre Dame at the end of the game. <laughs> no, no, they didn't. And they didn't pull a Texas Tech where just anything goes down there. Ugh, um, Notre Dame, like that was embarrassing. Like I, I don't blame them for rushing the field, but 
where the hell was security when that happened? Like, yeah, I think it's one of those things where your heart kind of overtook your head for a minute. And security, I mean, let's be honest here. When you rush the field, security's going to, you're not going to be able to stop that. No, and I, I don't want to be the one to say it, but we're also dealing with exuberant 19 well, again, to 23 yeah. year olds who, Absolutely. who have been cooped up and are just looking for a way to burn and off some energy. Probably halfway there as it is yeah, in terms I mean, of alcohol intake. Yeah, no doubt. So I just know they took some crap in the media and it's just like, dude, like not to get into it. But we saw people out in the streets doing various things uh, last yeah, week. I mean, and, and uh, come on uh, now, don't and pick that and was choose. Stupid too. Like, yes, I, it, don't pick and choose. If they're both, if it's stupid, they're both stupid. If it wasn't, none of them are stupid. You can't pick sides there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's been kind of the 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 memo now. Is there's a lot. Uh, the NBA has now formed a justice coalition, a social justice coalition. Governors Mickey are. Airson, Steve Ballmer, Clay Bennett, Mark Lazary, and Vivek Ranadive, I think is how you pronounce that, and Carmel Anthony, Avery Bradley, Sterling Brown, Donovan Mitchell, Carl Anthony Towns, and coaches Lloyd Pierce and Doc Rivers. So they've now got the Social Justice Coalition in the NBA. No thoughts? You're looking for a comment from me on that? Well, well okay. <laughs> you uh, really want one? The NBA players who accept a 25% salary withholding on May 15th will receive a <laughs> refund of two-thirds of all amounts on December 1st due to success of Orlando restart. Additional player escrow of 4% was needed to satisfy the revenue split. So just some kind of monetary housekeeping there. Uh, hold on. I'll go back to that thing. Uh, I have no problem with the, what What do they call it? Coalition? Is that what it is? Yes, the Social Justice Coalition. I just, I, I want to see them do something. I don't think everybody does. You know, it's not that they have one or don't have, I mean, they said they were going to have one, so at least they followed through and actually did that. So and, and hopefully they're successful in what they do. I think that's the, the way to look at it. Well, you know, I got to be honest with you. If it keeps, if the having a Social Justice Coalition keeps that stuff off my telecast, and it's not because I don't agree with the stuff. I just don't want to hear it on the telecast. I understand. And I'll, I'll be I'll be happy because I think it just they it went a little too a lot of talk, not a lot of walk in my opinion. So I wouldn't mind seeing some walk. That wouldn't bother me at all. All right, I understand that. Um, Tommy Hen Henson. Okay, I, I may be pronouncing that wrong, but uh, Tommy Henson. Uh, passed away recently. He was um, Mr. Celtic. Yeah, basically, he was Mr. Celtic. Uh, and very, very sad moment. He he passed. A great, great man. Great voice. Uh, really did did a lot. So uh, he will be missed. Absolutely. So a little there bit will of, be hibachiing in Shinston in his honor. Absolutely. That's right. Volcano onion for you in your honor, sir. Uh, here, but ser- in all seriousness, you know, RIP to him. He will be missed. I'm you got to admit, though, Nate, in a, in a in a small, tiny little way. Okay, he was what ninety, I believe. Mm, he was, he was old. I mean. He wasn't that yeah. old. Yeah, he, he was. was old, Let me see here. Okay, but you know, not he wasn't sixty or anything like that. No, eighty-six. He was close. Okay, enough. so he was eighty-six. Like to be honest, if I could get off this world for twenty twenty, that's you know, I don't know. <laughs> that might be a win. Maybe. Who knows? Um, 
But no, I mean, it, we, we we hate to see that. I hate to see anybody. No, that. yeah, no, we don't want to see. And, and on a on an off basketball note, I know you and I were both sad to hear of uh, the passing of Alex Trebek. Uh, I know you and I are both big Jeopardy fans. That's why we used to do when we went live. It was always at eight o'clock. <laughs> we always had to catch Jeopardy. You know, eight Alex. Too, you time. know, he was kayfabe in there. Yeah, apparently. Uh, yeah, he was apparently he was kayfabe hard the last while that he just. Yeah. Used to, he knew he was done. That came out the other day up here. Anyway, he knew he was yeah. pretty much finished, and he still kayfabed for a couple of weeks. Got got enough shows in to get him till Christmas. Christmas, yeah. Apparently, his now, uh, last episode will air on Christmas. Now, what do you think about the replacement? Who is the replacement? I haven't heard this. Well, they haven't officially named the replacement, but the the rumor is is that it will be none other than Ken Jennings. I'm totally okay with that. That's what I said. I said if they can get Ken, if Ken Jennings is any good at it, because it's not as easy as it looks. I'm he, sure he does a show called uh, where he's just like kind of a like he's on the show. It's called Masterminds. Well he's, well, he's on the new episodes of Jeopardy. He just does one once uh, one set of questions is him. Yeah, yeah. I so, think he, I think that's a good replacement if you're gonna have to have one. You know, obviously, Alex passing, you know, it's sad, but I think that would be the choice that well, he he's, would want. That's he's a nothing, good he looks nothing like him. He he doesn't act like him. He like He's a total different, like, visually and all that. But, I mean, the dude is smarter than smart, obviously. Very smart, so, very nice, very personable. He has a good he's speaking got a nice voice. Sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, I think he, I think he, they got to try him at least. I, that, you know, I didn't think about that possibly being a replacement, but you know what? I think that's a. Well, you know who the other push is for? Who's that? I'm totally against this. Anderson Cooper. No, that doesn't. That's what I said. That doesn't fit for me. The only thing he's got. Anderson Cooper, I just, that just doesn't. The only thing he's got that Trebek has got is gray hair. And after that. I don't, I don't see that one. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm not for that either. You know that. You know that uh, the network television, they'll screw it up somehow. They'll yeah, they'll pick someone that shouldn't be. Sweep. Uh, the, the new host for that is annoying. I miss David Ruprick. Uh, All right, uh, but yeah. here's no comment. Well, let's go to this. Uh, <laughs> there's been a possibility of a trade scenario where the Hawks are trying to land Drew Holiday from the Pelicans. Apparently, the Hawks would land Drew Holiday. The Pelicans would get Jarrett Culver and a number 17 pick from Minnesota, along with a future second-round pick, and the Wolves would get the number six pick. Uh, that's just a possible trade scenario. I would say that might happen, and then there, then that means possibly that that number one pick is maybe moving somewhere to the impossible. I would think the Wolves are trying to package that number one with a number six and trying to land somebody. That would be my... Okay, well, does... does that uh, happen? I, mean, I don't think he'd go there, but did you see Russell Westbrook wants out of Houston? That's my another piece of news here. Russell Westbrook wants out of Houston. Um, I don't know where. Uh, apparently, potential landing sites, from what I've read, have been the Clippers. And, the, and because why not? It is the offseason. Let's dream big. The Knicks. I was going to say, he must be going to New York. Because every, everybody every everybody wants to go there. Is going to the Knicks, apparently. I just just like was, every off season. I just thought it was funny though that he report. You know, I I'm, I I want to be the 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 general out on the floor, and I'm like, okay, but you went to Houston, dude. Like you didn't. Yeah, you knew. 
Like, you didn't know that this is how it was going to shake down there? I mean, come on. You knew it wasn't your team when you got there. Yeah, so you just don't like it because you guys didn't win, maybe, or you didn't get enough pats on the back or whatever it is. I don't know. Yeah, things are really changing in here. I guess he's because he's got, what, three years left? Yeah, something like that. I don't know who can take that contract. It's pretty big. Yeah, it's a ridiculous contract. pretty big, and I got to be honest, I don't know if it's got – I'm not so sure it's got value either at this point. Uh, for that for for that amount. He's still a good player, but for that amount, I, I don't know. There's not many people that you can just take for that amount. That's a lot of money. It's like I, I forget the the exact number. Here, I'll look it up. So um three at thirty five or thirty-eight or something like that. Like it's, it's pretty big. Let me look here. Russell, no, not Russell Wilson. Google. Well, him I'd trade for at least, but <laughs> yeah, I mean I can understand what him a lot quicker. Uh, than Russell Westbrook contract as of right now is uh, forty-one million. Ouch. That was that was yeah, that's this year coming. Ouch. And next year is forty-four million. And then the year after that is a I believe a player option of forty-seven million. So, so you're on the hook for almost 130 mil if you take him. Roughly, yes. For one guy. Yeah, and that guy is not as good as he used to be. Oh, and he's pretty great now, and I'm not going to knock the guy. But man, yeah, but uh, apparently he needs to be on a team that has no other superstars. So that doesn't work out very well, does it? You or he has to be the man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think he. I, I think I avoid that like the plague if I own the franchise. Just saying. Well, it depends on what you're going for, I guess. If you're looking to win now, that's a guy you may want to bring in. If you now the Knicks, admittedly. I mean, they, 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 if, don't they, have if they can get him there, that would be great because then they can, you know, that might attract another star there. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I I just wouldn't want to. Well, no, he won't go to like Minnesotas or the Utahs of the world. He isn't going to go to those places anyway, probably. Yeah, probably so. not. Uh, here's another one. Oklahoma City and the Phoenix Suns are engaged in talks to trade Chris Paul from the Thunder to the Suns. Why does uh, nobody love Chris Paul? What's the scoop there? I, I, you know, Chris Paul just always. I don't know why he left. You. I don't know why Houston got rid of him. I thought that was a mistake. Um, cause I'll always say he plays in game six or seven. I think they win that series, but against gold state, but you know, is whatever. He a, is he a dressing room problem? Is he got no, something I mean, else about him? About, that... This is the guy who he's the head of the players association. So why does everybody keep dumping on him all the time? Well, Oklahoma city, I think is trying to just get rid of their high price talent. They're trying to get young. I don't think they're looking to necessarily dump Chris Paul per se. They're just trying to, get his salary off the books. It's probably not a Chris Paul thing. The Houston thing I couldn't figure out, but you know, here's Paul who's got a big contract. He's not as young as he once was. He wants to, obviously I think people would want him to go somewhere where he could win. Now the Suns, one of the hottest teams in the league. Once the restart happened, you know, was undefeated there back in the bubble. I don't know. We'll have to just yeah, you're, yeah, you're right, though. I mean, a lot of times now, a lot of moves, that they really very uh, – doesn't often have much to do with the personnel. A lot yeah, of times it's, it's – more, it's more the contract. It's, it's more yeah, it's finance. 
acquired it's finances and all that. And yeah, I don't know. Well, whatever. He'll he'll end up somewhere and he's going to get paid, so it ain't going to matter. I don't know if he'll end up in Phoenix or not. Uh, seen some Phoenix fans on my timeline who were kind of like, Ugh. but um, I don't know. We'll we'll have to wait and see. And that's really I mean, kind of. Do you figure that the um, the the bogus uh, acquisition of a hibachi may have dashed that potential trade between uh, Shinston and Delco? It may have. That may have been a potential uh, potential hurt there. You never know. Because, I mean, I had heard that the reason, you know, they were looking to get Robinson because he eats minutes like he eats cheesesteaks, but. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, they, they really hurt the Hoffs because the FedEx uh, was going to be what uh, triggered this deal. But unfortunately, that's uh, the Hibachi girls throwing a, a hole into this. Well, I don't know. Who does Hoff play for? Oh, he's just the deliverer. He he was just going to deliver. Well, no, I think he, he must be in an over. Well, he wouldn't be in an over forty league though. Would he? He'd no, be in an over no, thirty. He's younger than me. He's not thirty yet. No, he's younger than me. Mind you, he probably have to get permission to play. In the- oh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he would. If I mean, he's I smart, didn't were, if, I didn't say you were wrong. But if he's, if he's if he's smart, he'll get permission. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. Um, <laughs> one more piece of business here before we finish our NF- our NBA news update. Uh, this just came out today. I saw this on Bleacher Report, and I had to laugh. Isaiah Thomas, always making news. Here's a quote from Isaiah Thomas. Head-to-head, I was dominant over him, referring to Michael Jordan. He just wasn't my competition. My focus was Bird, Magic, Dr. J, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, Isaiah, you... <laughs> your, your, medic, your meds are, need to be adjusted, my friend, because what a load of crap. I mean, I know they don't like each other, so they throw barbs at one another. Oh, yeah, constantly. But, constantly. but at least, it, at least if, I mean, I guess if you're going to throw shade at him, I mean, to say he, he, he wasn't even a consideration because he were better than him. But I don't know what games you were watching, Isaiah, but they weren't the ones I was watching. <laughs> well, apparently they're thinking that he, uh, you know, maybe Michael's Bulls weren't, you know, there for a while. Eventually he got them. He beat them. Yeah. Um, but that's, I fair, that's a fair comparison. But you're going to tell me, I don't know, even Detroit fans. Uh, you can have Isaiah Thomas or Michael Jordan. Who do you want? Yeah, you're going to uh, take, take Michael. <laughs> if you don't, there's... Yeah. Wrong with. You know, you might if you're 100% a homer to Detroit, which I understand, but let's be honest. If we're, I mean, okay, if there's a way that we can take the stats of Michael Jordan and the stats of Isaiah Thomas and, and cross out the names somehow and just show you the stats and go, which player do you want? Yeah, I mean, you're I mean, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're, I'm not going to argue with you. I mean, you would be like if you were going to compare LeBron with anyone in the modern era. Yeah. If you can, if you can erase the LeBron part of it for most of us, and just show me the stats, I'm probably picking LeBron because it's mean, pretty hard. I'm probably picking LeBron anyway. <laughs> I'm picking LeBron over. Well, I'm picking LeBron over Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all would. I mean, you know, but uh, and we're talking about Isaiah Thomas from way back when, not the Isaiah yeah, Thomas se- senior, <laughs> senior as it were, not junior as it. Well, were. they're not related, so I know. But I'm just saying. Speaking of I mean, which. 
Yeah, okay, go ahead. I was going to say, I heard from a good friend of ours, yes, the other day. He's got good friends. Stephen P. New. Oh, Steve. Yeah, and apparently, after Thanksgiving, when things calm down a little bit, we're going to get Steve New on the program. Oh, I thought you were going to tell us he was, he had okayed our upping of advertising. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Steve's going to be coming on the program. He's going to be talking about Marshall this All year. right. The football team. Hey, we're going to talk a little sports with Steve New. So hey, I talked to him the hey, other day. We're going to make that happen. I wait patiently for my Marshall swag. Oh, I know. I know you do. Yeah, Steve, wait, the other night, I saw Steve the other night. He was rocking some uh, some throwback Magic Johnsons, the old Magic Johnson sneakers. They were pretty, they were pretty balling, not going to lie. <laughs> Even if they weren't, who's telling Steve New he can't wear them? Oh, they were me. awesome. I mean, they were, they were awesome. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I think if I was around I Steve thought New. I looked good with my Jordan 1s on. No, no. Steve New took the cake. See, I think if I'm around Steve New, I treat him like I probably would have treated Elvis. <laughs> you know, it's just like it doesn't matter what he does. It's going to be good even when it isn't. You know, like, no, Elvis, keep making shitty well, he movies. He took a right hand in the ring the other night on a, a wrestling show, and tell you what, he got potatoed really good. Potato, did, did he take it? Did he take a bump off of it? He or? did actually. It was nice. I'll have to send you the clip. It was nice. Oh, I, I think he. I'm surprised it's not on Twitter because he always have all those fools always say he's just a, you know, <laughs> he's a mark and he's never stepped foot in a ring and he knows nothing about wrestling and all took that. A, and took a good right hand and a nice bump, I'll tell you that. And so. I'm like, first of all, Steve might know more about wrestling than most of those people have. He's forgot more than most of them. Steve know. knows about Shirley Love out of Oak Hill. If you know about Shirley Love out of Oak Hill, you know about wrestling. I mean, we know one thing about Steve. You know, one thing is for certain. The brain size capacity, much larger than the average human. Let's just call it what it is. Steve New is a smart man. Whether you like whether you like him or don't like him, don't like his politics or whatever it might be that all these fools on Twitter are always spitting off about, uh, still can't argue the fact that he's a, a very, very, very intelligent man. And, Absolutely. Uh, I say that sucking up but not sucking up. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> because but, uh, I'll tell you what, since we're sitting over here blowing him, why don't we just invite you to head on over to, uh, if you need any help, and check out Legal Consultation, newlawoffice.com. Check them out now. New Taylor & Associates, our wonderful sponsors. Let's head over to them. Check them out right now. Personal injury, product liability, workplace accidents, mesothelioma law, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, employment discrimination, and more. All this can be handled at New Law Office with Stephen P. New. It's New Law Office with Stephen P. New. You can get your free consultation today by calling 1-800-208-9169 or 304-362-7345 for your free consultation. A new level of personal service, whether you've been injured or facing divorce or experiencing workplace discrimination, you can rely on compassionate, thorough representation from New Law Office. Be sure to contact Stephen P. New Law Office at newlawoffice.com or again, get your free consultation at 1-800-203-9169. Stephen P. New, answers to your legal questions. Thanks again to our great sponsor, Stephen P. New, newlawoffice.com. Check them out, newlawoffice.com. All right, NBA draft time. We're going to go through the first round here, kind of what we've been looking at. 
Uh, Tim, I know you're just going to chime in here and there. I'm going to be looking here at the first round. Uh, I know because we, you know, this is not going to be like our normal draft show. Two reasons. One, I haven't had a chance to really look at anybody. Two, I do most of my research during the summer when I have more free time. This is November. Free time is very not happening for me at the moment. So uh, I don't have a lot of free time. So I did this in kind of a hurry. So we're going to take a look at the draft. Here we go. My Timberwolves. Oh, no music for it? No. I, I don't have the music. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Thank you for that. I needed it's that. All, it's, it's all, all I got. It's all, it's we all I got, dude. So. <laughs> all right. Anyway. <laughs> you know, we could really have some fun with that. Like, you just throw in Karen's voice in there. We should get, we should get, her, we should get her to do it with both, though. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota Timberwolves pick first in the draft. Oh, a okay. lot of people have them going Lamelo Ball here. Uh, I think they will, but I'm going to say they should take Anthony Edwards, the shooting guard from Georgia. I think that's where the Wolves need to go. This is a guy who I think is ready to play now. He is a a perfect fit for this. Well, maybe not perfect fit, but he's a fit for what is needed. Great player out of Georgia. Okay. I think that's the way the Wolves should go. Who is the coach in Minnesota? Ryan new... Saunders. Okay, and is he a players' coach or is he a yes. dis? All right, because the, there's there's I got a couple of problems with Lamelo. Okay. Um, upside through the through the got yin-yang. a lot of upside Lamelo. Upside through the yin yang, no no doubt about that. Um, but I've been reading that first off, okay, his defense is non-existent. Yeah, and we don't need no more I, of that. And I guess it is like not just non-existent, but he's not interested. Now a good coach will turn that around. That's that. Uh, best that he can. Yeah. Um, secondly, apparently he likes to shoot from pretty much anywhere. Uh, now, mind you, in the new NBA, that might not be quite the detriment it once was. Yeah. Uh, true. Uh, and the other thing that I've been reading is that, and, and I don't know how much this counts. That his interviews, I guess, have been just absolutely horrific. I, that, I haven't read too much into his interviews, honestly. I've read that they, uh, they're getting this vibe of, I am Lamello, and I can do what I want kind of thing, which, I mean, understandably, that has kind of been his... You know, he never, yeah. played, he never played NCAA. He got and all that stuff that, you know, so... He hasn't really, you know, but he played what eleven games for an Australian team, like. Yeah, and I just don't like. He looks good, but I don't like taking the first pick on this guy. Well, granted, and I'm not saying Anthony Edwards is going to be the answer as a number one pick. There's no number one pick in this draft. I'm saying, oh, this guy's the guy. You got to take this guy. There's just not. No, there I isn't. I think we should go Edwards. That's just me. That's my pick. Well, I've I've read that they a lot of play, people figure that Ball does not mesh very well with, uh, oh, what the heck's his name? Um, I can't remember, but whoever. Russell? Oh, Dan, yes, Russell. Now, he doesn't mesh very well with Russell, where they feel the other guy, that Edwards would, is a much better fit with Russell. Yeah. Now, again, I mean, you're, there's a lot of it is purely based on what ifs and maybes, and because you don't really know. I just figure 
In my opinion, 100%. But I just feel Minnesota really can't miss. When's Minnesota going to get a number one pick again? They. <laughs> That's hard saying. Okay, but their odds are they're not so bad to automatically get one. So the only way they're going to get one probably is they got a lottery luck out like they did this time. Yeah. Um, and the chances of that happening aren't very good. So I'm going to guess, I mean, I suppose they can always trade up and all that kind of stuff to get one, but they can't afford to miss. They have got to get a player that stays with the franchise and does something for more than two or three years and, and is down the road. Yeah. I think it's real important for them to get a player. Now, the ball might turn out to be that guy. I won't. He might be. I mean, whoever they pick, I'm obviously going to root for. This is just me sitting here saying, you know, hey, I think we should take Anthony Edwards with this pick. Uh, years ago, I wanted Cameron Payne over uh, Zach Levine. So there you go. I mean, uh, Edwards. Adrian Payne, Adrian Payne over the Zach. The word Levine. on Edwards is that his defense isn't particularly stellar either. So, no, no. Yeah. I just don't – what I'm worried about, I'm less worried about Ball's basketball than I am about him and his dad and the sideshow nonsense that comes yeah. along with those people. Absolutely. That's what I'm worried about. And in, a, in a Minnesota, I don't know if that that's not going to play. There's just nowhere for it to play. Really? Like, how happy – yeah, I mean, what's he going to do in Minnesota? True. You know, like, they, I mean, it does seem like it's not a very good fit personally. Now yeah. – who knows, but anyways. Edwards came out and said he'd love to go to Minnesota. And that was the other thing. I mean, LaMelo, I Obviously, basically... he wants the extra $2 million you get for being the number one pick. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, there's yeah. talk Minnesota's wanting to trade back. I mean, there's a possibility that could happen. There's, uh, you know, we talked about the packaging of the number one pick, and I think they've got the 17. Well, hell, so, they, may, they may pick him. and They may, him. and then, then, then move him. You, you yeah, never know. Like That happens all the time. I mean, this like draft is wide open for that. Yeah, I mean, there's just nobody knows. So, well, yeah, I mean, it's going to be Ball or Edwards. It's going to be one of the two, anyway. Yeah, I'm going Edwards here. Uh, could be Ball. Number two pick, though, I think is pretty obvious. I think we're. I think Golden State goes James Wiseman here. Seven foot one center played at Memphis for a while. Left the team to get ready for the draft. It, it just fits. It fits too perfectly. They've got all these shooters. They're only missing a big guy. This guy can move. He can shoot. It only makes sense. He's physical. He's dominant. Good rim protector. James Wiseman, I think, is the guy for Golden well, State. I, I think it is, too, but I have been reading or have read that the uh, the young man from Israel is on that list. Yes, uh, you're right. There there has been some look. Denny, at, Den, Den, Denny Avidi, I believe. Yeah, is Den, Denny Avidia or whatever. Something like I, I that, yeah. I'm not sure. He's another good player. Another good player, but uh, I... I Man, I think you got to go Wiseman here if you're Golden State. That makes well, it just okay. makes too much sense. And that's another case where okay, this other this kid from Israel has got lots of potential and and played what I believe it's he's played last three years in the men's league, but yeah. it's in Israel. But it's in Israel. So what you know? How does that translate over to the NBA? I well, don't really. You, I don't know. Yeah, there's that. But then again, if you look at the Warriors, is the guy they need really going to come in and play right now? Because, I mean, Thompson's coming back healthy. Curry's coming back healthy. They got Wiggins, who, you know, has yet to really play alongside those guys. Still got Draymond Green. I mean, their injury, they're going from a, we already know, they're going from a team that was awful. They're going to have the number two pick, and they're getting all these talented guys back, and they're going to be able to make a run, possibly at a championship. Somebody threw this. 
Yeah, somebody threw this out there just as a as an interesting, which would be kind of cool if it happened. It won't, but if it did, it's that somehow Wiseman gets picked first. If that Minnesota, happened. if or if Minnesota doesn't have that pick, I was thinking. About, you know, honestly, I was thinking about Wiseman could possibly move into center, and they could move uh, Towns to the four. But I don't know; it just doesn't work for me. I, I think Towns is more of a natural five. But go ahead. I'm sorry. This guy says, uh, he says, if Wiseman goes first, what about you trade the second pick to New Orleans for Drew Holiday? Goes to Golden State, and then the Pelicans have the Ball brothers. I mean, that's a possibility as well. I mean, you can't say that that, that couldn't happen. What in the Lord's the attack of the monster beast is going on behind you? That is my sister. She's very happy Hello, because her, Hello, her, brother made, her brother made his famous barbecue ribs this evening. They were great. Darn right they were. <laughs> oh, it's nothing like a little brother-sisterly love. <laughs> Moving on here in the draft. Let uh, me move forward here. Uh, the number three pick belongs to the Hornets. To me, they've got the easiest pick in the draft. You take what's ever, whatever's left over of Ball, Wiseman, and Edwards. Yeah, That's, whoever whoever is whoever is there, you take. Yeah, you just take whoever. I think they take Ball here. Losing Kimba, they need a point guard. Ball could be the point guard of the future there. Uh, Charlotte again. I mean, it's a good hub city. Um, I think they could really do something with with Lamelo and kind of maybe build, rebuild that team around him. Like they've got, they need a lot of help. They've got a lot of talent still on that team. You know, PJ Washington's there, and you know Malik Monk and, and guys like that. So there's there's plenty of guys there to start this build with. But I think if they get Lamelo, I think that would be good for them. Then again, any of the three that's left over is going to fit there for Charlotte. Again, um, they're going to get a decent player regardless of who's left. Uh, I mean, either way, they're they're getting something. So yeah, I mean, unless they pull a, and I can never rule it out with the, what I like to call the fringe teams, and I count Charlotte as one of them, that they go off the board and pick somebody that, not that's a total unknown, but. Somebody who's, I mean, you know, who's maybe on everybody else's board at 10 or something like that. Yeah, they take at yeah. three, you know. Like a Raiders kind of pick there, you know. <laughs> no, the Raiders are too busy throwing up cash because they can't seem to understand COVID protocols in uh, Las Vegas for some reason. Well, let's go to the Bulls pick at four. We've got a lot of picks here in this draft, so let's just try to get through them here. Um, I've got the Bulls taking uh, the, the player from Israel we talked about, Denny Avendia. I think that's a player that Billy Donovan coming in there could really use and help build. You know, they like the they like the foreign players in Chicago, especially, you know, Markinen's there. He's played well for them. You know, they've got Kobe White. They've got a lot of, of talent on this team. Zach Levine's there. This is just another small forward who could help stretch the floor. You got Wendell Carter, who's a solid player there at the five. There's a lot of pieces in Chicago, and I think this would be another piece to add there just to make them a little bit better. Yeah, I'm not against that. I, I have read a few people saying that maybe Halliburton goes in this spot. Yeah. He's, everybody seems to like him, but how much they like him is a question. Um, but, yeah, I know. The, 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 I'm not against the, that. The, uh, I wish I knew how to pronounce his name. I feel bad that I can't say his name. But. Well, you know, it's it's kind of is what it is, but – yeah, then we shift gears and go to Cleveland. 
And I've got Cleveland going with Obi Toppin, who was you know a guy who played at Dayton and became the National Player of the Year. So well, I think I think they take like if if Chicago takes the <laughs> the Israeli guy, yes. Then the next the next guys take Toppin and or the other way around. Yeah, That's... it kind of seems that way, but I I think that uh, Toppin fits just he just fits so well in Cleveland. Well, the I rumor think... is. Yeah, the rumors is Cleveland. That's all they have on their list. It's him or the other. It's one of the two of them. Whoever's left. Another easy pick there for the for, yeah. for Cleveland. <laughs> Just whoever well, they don't then, take, we're taking. And they've got. Uh, is there truth to the rumor that Kevin Love is on the trade block in Cleveland? Yes, I saw. I saw that somewhere. So yes, yes. So I think Toppin would be a perfect fit for for that. Fair and already is. being familiar with Ohio, just seems like the right choice. Uh, if, if they can get him, I think he'll be there. That's just me. All right. Atlanta. I got him taking your boy. Halliburton. Therese Halliburton. Yeah, well, well they're, Atlanta is mixed into the, they're like the top three picks. They're just going to take whoever of those three players is left. Yes. If it's, if it's Toppin, Avida, or, or Avija, however you say his name. Avija, Avi, uh, that's hard to say. Let's call him Denny. That we can get. Denny. <laughs> Denny. <laughs> He's Denny's. Yeah, they're, they're just going to, whichever one of those three is left is probably who they're taking. Although this is one of the picks that a lot of the experts are saying, this is one that might get traded. Well, I mean, to me, every pick in this draft is up for trade. Uh, there's really nobody in this draft that stands out and, and everybody's kind of sitting around going, eh, let's just kind of trade back here and see what falls to us. I think Halliburton could be a sneaky good pick for Atlanta though. I mean, you're talking about a guy, he's six foot five, he's lanky. And he can shoot. And Atlanta loves the guys that can shoot. They need a guard next to, to Trey Young. He could be that guy. He can also handle the ball if need be. Uh, yeah, I think this is just a good pick for them. This this fits them. Again, there like there's enough. There's no superstar in this draft, really. But there's enough good players that if you're going picking in the top ten, you're probably not. You've got a good chance of not missing too badly. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Fair enough. Now, here's one of the hardest picks in the draft for me. Pick seven with Detroit. They could go a lot of ways because, to me, Detroit needs help in a lot of areas. Oh, um, they're looking to draft in Isaiah Thomas's ego, I heard. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'd be kind of hard. So, there's a lot of lot of places you can go with this. I'm going on Yeka Okuwangu, the center from Wash. Uh, excuse me, not Washington, but from USC. Six foot nine, two fifty four, but he shot sixty one percent from the field in his first season with USC. I mean, he's a he's a there. There's been people saying this kid could go top five with his size and his ability to shoot. I think Detroit would take a chance on a guy like this. You can slide him in, have him play, you know, undersized center. You can move him to the four, even to the three, if you want to play, you know, play big. With shooting ability like that, there's always a place for you in the league at that size. So I think that's where Detroit will go. Mm. So now I've got uh, – I don't have them taking this guy, but I've been reading that they that they have basically behind the scenes anyway said Patrick Williams is their pick. Now what this writer has to know about that, who knows, but that's what I've been reading. That It's either him or um, – what was the other name? Uh I can't remember his name. Kill- Killian? 
Killian Hayes, the point guard. Yes, that's the guy. That it was. It's one of them too. I could see Hayes. I kind of went back and forth with it on that with with Detroit. Uh, I do have the Knicks potentially going with Killian Hayes. Now, uh, let's be, not let's not forget. You remember Detroit's first round pick from last year? Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, yeah. So th- I mean, if somebody's going to go off the board or wild, it's well, Detroit. See, I mean that's that's the thing there. He that was a guy who it turned out he's a pretty solid player, and they they're investing a lot of time into him. Um, I and forgive me, I can't remember how to pronounce his name. Saku Domboya. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I couldn't remember exactly. <laughs> he's got a great start to his last name. I might add there. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, but he he's a great player, and I think he'll get better. But I think. Adding in a, a guy that's six foot nine that could possibly help stretch the floor even more for them is going to be just as helpful, especially with Blake Griffin still there. Um, now, they also talk that there's a possibility that if they actually want Williams, that they maybe tra- that they trade well or that they trade down because they could yeah. probably get they could probably get him at nine or ten. Or oh, yeah, you can get Williams probably potentially at the yeah. end or out of the lottery or or lower. So they may trade down and and let somebody else get what they want, but. Yeah. Well, I have the Knicks going with Killian Hayes here. They need a guard. Knicks, I think the Knicks, you just take the best available player at this point. Well, you know, we can argue if the Knicks need a guard, then they probably won't pick one. They'll probably pick a center. Yeah, Um, probably. Uh, I mean, R.J. Barrett, to me, everybody on that that team's almost expendable, minus like R.J. Barrett. But we got new, we got new, we got new people in charge in New York. So yeah, that's true too. Um, so it's hard to say what might happen there. And I mean, they've got to take a, they've got to take a guard, don't they? I mean, they pretty much have to. I don't but know. Be, I mean, well, they'd be I'm wise with, to. I think they do. I think they need to take. They'd them. be wise to. What about uh, Tyrese Maxey from Kentucky? How do you feel about him? Uh, you know. I don't know if he would fit there. I mean, there's a possibility. I'm not going to say that he wouldn't. I've got him outside of the lottery, but I mean, he could he could fit there depending on what the Knicks are looking for. Again, this is all projection, so I, I mean, oh, I of course. I mean, they may be hoping that one of those other guys from our top six drops down. Oh, absolutely. You know absolutely. that they, you know that maybe Halliburton or somebody like that slips through the cracks and is still available, and they'll grab him then, but. Yeah, I mean they got to take a guard. I mean if they yeah, don't, I think I think Hayes just... is the guy, and hopefully this guard works out better from France than did uh, Frank Nitikalina. Uh, so we'll we'll see. Um, Washington Wizards yeah, are know. a nice pick. This is a strange draft for them. I have them going Isaac Okoro, a good defender, and, and really does a good job there. This is a pick that's not going to get you. You know, this is not a, a star pick. This is just a guy that's going to play really good ball for you. Uh, and what you need in Washington, you need a defender. You need a three that can defend. You had Otto Porter. You had Kelly Oubre. Neither one of them worked. And I think going with uh, Okoro here is a good pick out of Auburn, the freshman. So yeah. I, Now, again, this depends on the first eight picks. If, of course. Uh, if uh, your boy... Onyeki Okongawu, however you pronounce his yes. last name. If he's available, he doesn't get past Washington. They I, need I agree. I 100% they, agree with you. He will not go past Washington. Yeah, he if, he's, if he's there, they'll pick him. If he's not, then who knows? Because 
That's probably uh, I, who they have their eye on. If yeah, they I guess Takara would be the next guy on their list from what I've been seeing. Yeah, so, I think I think either one of those guys would be a decent fit there. Obviously, I think Nkongwu would probably be the better fit. But if they have to take Okoro, I think that they can they can deal with that. So now they've got him. That's a pick where they think there might be a possibility that Atlanta and Washington swap picks there. Yeah, I mean, so, I, they could. so that they make sure they can get him at six. Yeah, I, I, could, I could definitely see that. That's who they re- that's who they really want apparently. So, well, at pick ten, we're looking at Villanova Sadiq Bay, Villanova's own for the Phoenix Suns. I mean, this is a guy. He's a sophomore, six foot eight, and would go great in Phoenix there. Nice forward. You know, he shot great from three, 45% shooter. He can guard multiple positions. He can make shots. And this is just strengthening that Suns team. I think that this is a pick that, that benefits the Suns immensely here if they can get this guy. We're, we're down to the point now where it really is depending on who is left. Well, you know, who's left on, and what you're looking for yeah on who didn't get picked or who has been picked and what's still sitting out there because from now on for me i have no clue at this point <laughs> nobody really nobody really does well as some say. as somebody said uh the bottom half of the top of, of their you know the 15 to 31 is basically going to be like what the second round normally is where guys are getting drafted and they're switching teams faster than the draft board can keep up to who picked who because yep. there's just so many unknowns and okay, this guy, Oh, we didn't know this guy was going to be available. So let's swap him over to here. Uh, we had no idea this guy was going to drop this far or that he'd be gone already. I mean, that happens a little bit in drafts all the time, but this year, I guess you're really looking at, there's just so much. Yeah. Great. There's a lot. There's a lot that could happen here in this draft. So, yeah, so, yeah, okay, 11, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) At 11, I have got the Spurs, who have really struggled. Uh, They they struggled shooting threes badly. I got them going Aaron Naismith. I think uh, Aaron Naismith would be a guy that could easily help them. He's probably maybe just the best shooter in the draft. So I think the the Spurs just look for pure shooting ability here. And it's a guy played at Vanderbilt, 6'6". I I could definitely see them going with him. Is is San Antonio, are they kind of like on the verge of rebuild? It seems that way. It definitely seems that way. You know, that there may be... There's there's some upset from DeRozan. Uh, Who knows how much Aldridge has got left. They've already got a bunch of young players, you know, DeJounte Murray, Lonnie Walker... Uh, Derek White, so they're kind of set at the guard position. They haven't they haven't pulled the trigger though on the whole we're rebuilding thing. But and, and, uh, will Popovich ever actually admit to that? I doubt it. Well, he will. We just won't understand the answer. Yeah, very true. <laughs> he, he may give. You're not he wrong. May give one. Yeah, and it'll just be what did he just say? I don't know, but he was angry. <laughs> Apparently, uh, this just came in. Uh, Lamelo Ball worked out for the Wolves uh, today. So that could that could end up being something something there. I don't know. I still think Edwards is the pick. I I'm just not a well. I I, in a, in a way, I kind of hope they pick him just so that you have to cheer for him. Hey, he's on my team. I'll cheer for him and, loud, and, loud and clear. And that you become the booster for uh, Lavar. I'm really about that. <laughs> Shut up. 
<laughs> oh god. But yeah, uh, so yeah, that's where I'm going with the Spurs. Let's move on to the Kings. The Kings, uh, obviously, not the best shooting team. Obviously, Buddy Hield's a good shooter. Um, but I think adding a guy like Devin Vassil or Vassil, however it's pronounced. Yeah, okay. I've seen that that name popped up quite a bit. Florida State, 6'7". He was uh, 41% from threes over the past two seasons at Florida State. Good size. And the, I think the Florida State? The Florida State. <laughs> uh, I think he would fit in with the Kings quite well. I think there's a... Uh, the Kings are a good young team, and they're only going to get better. And I think adding uh, Vasil there would be uh, a good a good steal for them. Fair enough. No argument for me. All right. Well, since the trade rumors are going around about Drew Holiday, we've bounced down here to pick 13 in the Pelicans. To me, this is best point guard available. Whomever you think is the best point guard available. Some people say it's Cole Anthony. I'm going Kier Lewis Jr. from Alabama, the point of the guard there. He's 6'3", 165. So kind of, you know, not exactly the biggest guy in the world, but he did go 48% from three Alabama in his last seven games. And if you put him back there, uh, you know, because Ball's not the best shooter in the world where Lewis can shoot, could be a dangerous one-two combo. Is he uh, from Birmingham, way down in Alabama? Please leave. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> 14 picks, the Celtics. And I think the Celtics basically just say, you know what? We're going to take a guard. Kimball uh, is getting a little older. This, this is the easiest pick in the draft. Besides, well, it's the second easiest. There's one that's easier. Well, I mean, I'm, we, I'm, we clearly hear from the Shinston over 40 league. Yeah. Yes. Well, of course. I think that's uh, a no I mean, Unless they South, pull a curveball and pick Armando Martinez. Uh, well, no, he's out of the state. They can't pick him. He's, <laughs> you see that? Speaking of that, did you see I that picture? I did see that, actually, where he oh, was. God, working. Armando, are you insane, man? Hardest working, man? hardest working man in the wide men world, I tell you. Uh, well. Well, maybe not. Yeah. Craziest man in the wide man. Well, <laughs> <laughs> about uh, that. I mean, are we counting Robinson in there for crazy? Uh, you're right. What about Karen? How does how does that work? <laughs> uh, you got a point. Uh, we'll, we'll go with Cole Anthony here for the Celtics at 14. You know, the uh, to me, it's the le- whichever guard doesn't go, it's either Lewis or Anthony. The leftover guard will go to to Boston and. You know, that's a guy that can kind of learn from Kimball Walker, you know, come off the bench. Boston's yeah. got a lot of depth, so they don't have to worry too much. You can learn the uh, unbelievable winning tradition in Boston and how they've managed to ruin it the last 15 or 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> you said Hi, it. Hi, Ed. How's it going? <laughs> it's minus four up here today, Ed. So yeah, kind of chilly. <laughs> a little chilly, if you know what I'm saying. All right. Our That's chili with a Y, Ed. That's chili with a L and a Y on the end, not an I, not food. A little chili up here. God. All right. Orlando, pick 15. Uh, again, we, we talk more about. Man, this is an Orlando team. They're just, they confuse me. They, they really do. They've got so much talent. And then they make me scratch my head because, you know, they're getting Chuba Hubbard back. Or not Chuba Hubbard, excuse me. That's the running back from Oklahoma State. They're getting him back. I didn't know they had him. I'm sorry. I was thinking of the um, the player that got hurt for um, 
Auburn that they drafted that sat out of here, not Chuba Hubbard. Oh. Uh, I can't not remember his name right off the top of my head. Bruce Poban. Oh, shut up. No, but I got to get that in there at least once. For your I know you and your Poban's crap. Poban's. Poban's. Well, he probably did have an NBA career. He just forgot it, you know. Well, you know how it goes. Um, trying to remember his name. That's that's really going to bother me now. Uh, did, it start with, did it start with an H? No, it did start with a C. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, well. Chuma, uh, Chuma Okiki. That's it. Chuma Okiki. Yeah, yeah. The magic took him at sixteen last year, and now they got fifteen this year. And again, I mean, they've got they got Folds who's playing good at guard. They still got Vucevic under contract. All things to me say take a big, but you got Okiki coming back. I think you got to take a, a shooting guard here. I'm going R.J. Hampton. Uh, who's a guy who could really step in and, and knock down some shots for them? Shouldn't Six he, five good shooter. Shouldn't he go to the Knicks? No. <laughs> well, with the name. Yeah. Well, you know, another RJ. No, but I, I think the, Hampton, he goes, the Hamptons. Well, I mean, he'd be an RJ Barrett too. So, oh, okay, yeah, I never even did the math there. Well, yeah, that's what threw me <laughs> off. But no, I think he goes to the Magic there. Well, aren't the Hamptons in, in New York? I don't know where the damn Hamptons are. Oh, you Americans. I've clearly never been invited. You, you Americans <laughs> and your unbelievable lack of your own geography. That's it's right. Funny. But, yes, I have Hampton going for the magic here. Uh, All right. Portland. You know Portland. They're probably taking a guard. Cement, baby. <laughs> no, I think uh, Portland will finally wise up, and they'll take a maybe a little bit of a project here. Patrick Williams. The guy who you said Detroit was after. I think Williams is a guy who they could see a lot of upside in. So I think this is a guy. They're not going to need him right away. So I think they take him here as a little bit of a project. He's got a lot of upside. I think that's where uh, Portland will go. Where projects go to die, Portland. (laughs) All right, now, back to Minnesota at 17. This one's an interesting one. I'm kind of... I mean, I, I look at a lot of players in this draft. I mean, we had Tyus Jones. Trey Jones might work out here. Um, there, there's a lot of players that, that we could potentially take a stab at here. Okay, so what, what, think, okay, what do they need? I mean, it wouldn't hurt to have a power forward here. Okay, so, so if you get if, if, that, I think if they good. pick first, if they keep the pick and they get who they want at one, then you should take... What do you need for sure and fill that that need at you 17? You could always use a small forward. could always use a power forward. Uh, potentially. So we'll pick a center, in other words. Yeah, probably. Uh, actually, I'm looking at, at Precious Achua, who's a guy that played at Memphis. A lot of raw athletic ability. A lot of things he can do. And he can guard multiple yeah. positions. So that, to me, that's, that's a big deal yeah, there. Yeah. Made He's a not a great offensive him. player, but he would be a good defensive player. Made a film about him, didn't they? Oh, shut up. <laughs> yes, Mariah Carey was a social worker. And Gabby, Gabby Sabidi, wasn't he in that? <laughs> I could not remember that name to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the Mavericks now, who just seem to get better and better and do the Mavericks. Uh, the guy that fits this this spot for them is Tyrese Maxey. Just a shooting guard. He, you know, Maybe yeah. not the best player to come out of Kentucky. 
but he's a good combo guard and he can score. That's what Dallas is going to need him to do. Luka Doncic is going to handle the ball. Porzingis is going to be your big guy. Just shoot the ball. And that's what Max can do. And he's taller than Tom Cruise. Well, that too. So that's important with the Maverick connection there. Oh, dear sweet God. These jokes are awful. So that I didn't even get that one. I wanted you to say Tyrese Goose Mackey. I was waiting for it, but you didn't. I've never seen Top Gun. Yeah, I forgot that you've never seen it. Yeah, I've seen. Well, actually, I've seen the first like twenty minutes. Well, you have to see the version where they don't take out the chairs that Tom Cruise is standing on, because he's only five foot whatever, and the girl is uh, five foot eleven, and he's always looking her in the eyes, so you know he's standing on something. Because he's not tall enough to do it otherwise. Again, I, 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 I don't. <laughs> Again, just. I, well, okay, well, but in real life, I mean, Tom yeah, Cruise, I mean, I get he's five that. foot six, and yet he has leading ladies that are five ten, five eleven, and in the movies, he's looking them in the eyes or towering over them, so you know he's either standing on a chair or she's standing in a hole or something, because it's not possible. Yeah, I guess you're right. Screw Tom Cruise, that overrated <laughs> hack. He was good in Collateral. Uh, Nets, the Nets pick at 19. I mean, what, what do you do here? I mean, there, there's a lot you can do. I think they go Jalen Smith center, uh, big guy, good player out of Maryland. Just, uh, can do a lot there. That's a, that's, a Will, that's Will's kid. I apologize to everybody. What's his name? Isn't it? Jaden Smith is Will Smith's kid. Oh, that's close. <laughs> close enough. Not Jalen. Yes, Jalen Smith is who I have the Nets taking here. All right. Going to the Miami Heat now. Let's hear what bad joke Tim brings up this time. It will involve a certain player that you don't like. Um, probably. <laughs> the butler did it or something like that. Uh, <laughs> Trey Jones is who I have the Heat taking here. I mean, this is a team that went to the finals. What do you do with a team that good? Trey Jones... Played well at Duke. This is a guy who he'll, he can come in, back up Joran Drogic, maybe be the point guard of the future there. His brother was a good player, is still a good player in the league, so I think Trey Jones could fit in nicely here for Miami. The teams now that where their needs are a lot less glaring. This is a lot of best player available. Maybe yeah. drafting stash. Or if you, yeah, or you figure, okay, maybe the project route. Because you can afford to kind of yeah, be a yeah. little, maybe not a full blown project, but you know, okay, we can draft purely on potential because we yeah. don't really need this guy per se. If he doesn't pan out for a year or two, we're okay. Yeah. That kind of thing. Well, here's Fair your pro- here's your process guy right here, uh, Theo Malden, point guard. Again, Sixers take him because Ben Simmons. Telling you, they're not committed to him anymore. Why, why is it funny to me that his last name is Malden and he's going to the Sixers? There's a bit of a joke there. I think it's over people's heads. Are you going to like Malden Pond here or something like that? <laughs> it's Walden Pond. You oh, know. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you moron. <laughs> close. Uh, you thought it was Jalen Smith. I didn't think that. I just thought it was a good joke. I thought mine was. I good. mean, I still think the 76ers have never recovered from that. I'm not drafting a young TR. I mean, well, how could you? But yes, Theo Malden is my pick here. Yeah, it's the, it's the, not their fault that he was academically unavailable. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't just ineligible academically. He could have no, made sure he was, 
he was unavailable academically. I used the correct words there. Like just, you know, you know, T.I. Yeah, we do. 22, Denver, who might be one of the deepest teams in the league. I have them going Josh Green here. He's a work in progress, but again, 6'6", good wing, and they can always use somebody in the backcourt here at a guard position. Bigger, bigger, stronger brother of Seth. (sighs) Moving on, Utah Jazz. As these jokes are only getting worse. Utah Jazz. I have them going Isaiah Stewart here. Washington center. Uh, This is a guy who was really the only highlight for the Washington team. He's undersized, but I think in Utah, with Rudy Gobert being there, you can move him over to the five or to the four and have him play there. He's got a good motor. So this could be a guy that fits in well for Utah. I think uh, Isaiah Smith here is a, a solid pick at 23. A few more to go here. Uh, round one here, pick 24, Milwaukee. Malachi Flynn, I think, uh, from San Diego State. He's a little bit older, so this is a guy that can kind of come in and play now. But this is a guy that shot 37% from three at San Diego State. He's a run-and-gun point guard. This is what Milwaukee needs to get better. Will he be the actual answer they need? Probably not. But, I mean, taking him here, to me, is is a solid pick. He's he's an old-school player. You might even say biblical. Sweet God. (laughs) Oklahoma City Thunder. (laughs) God, these are awful. That was beautiful. What are you talking about? Malachi, it's there. Jaden McDaniels is who I have going here. Rebuilding, and they have a lot of picks, and they can afford to take a chance on a guy who wasn't the greatest player in Washington, but he's really athletic, and he's got potential. There's got to be a bad quarterback joke there with McDaniel. Josh? Or a bad offensive coordinator. (laughs) Oh, that's even, yeah, that's not a joke, (laughs) though. (laughs) That's just a fact, but anyway. And now we'll go to the Celtics. This is going to be kind of a draft and stash player, uh, Leandro Balmaro. He's already committed committed to play in Barcelona next year. Celtics don't need any more on their roster, so this is a draft and stash. It's clearly Giada Bogus, and she will (laughs) defer before the – I'm not entirely sure, but it could be like the second or third grade she'll be doing next year. That's probably smart on her part. I think that's a wise move. She's got a good, got good, got good, uh, good, good agent there. Oh, she's Whitney. signing with she's signing with new agencies. Well, she's got Whitney Boggess as her representative. So well, she's, that's not she's a smart. In, that's not a bad idea. She's in solid hands there. We'll learn how to cook also on the side. <laughs> well, I tell you what. At twenty-seven, the Knicks need everything, and this is the best shooter available in the draft at this point. Desmond Bain from TCU, forty-four percent. From three at TCU last season, this is a guy who can knock down shots. And the Knicks need help in that department. That's really – they need <laughs> help one, in every department. Just one of many departments that they can improve on, yeah. Uh, the Lakers is the champions. I mean, this is just kind of take somebody and put them on the team here. Uh, Cassius Winston from Michigan State. He was a senior. You know, Lakers like to take those older guys. This is a guy who shot 43% on three, so a lot of help there. I mean, the prerequisite for being drafted by the Lakers has pretty much got to be, are you willing to take the league minimum for the rest of your career? Well, and Magic Johnson's a part owner, and he played at Michigan State, so there you go. Oh, okay, there's a connection there. Fair enough. 
Uh, Toronto Raptors, what do they need? Token white guy, Nico Manion, guard from Arizona. Fred Van Vliet, unrestricted free agent, could leave this selection right here. This, uh, you may get your backup point guard you need. Is that a, is it a, is he Italian? Ah, uh, now that I don't know. He's redhead. Because if he's Italian, Toronto has a huge Italian population, and that that would be a good move on their part, PR wise. Because I mean, he might be. I don't know. The, the city would would eat. He wouldn't even have to be any good, and the city would love him if he's Italian. No, I'm, I'll look into that. Big, uh, Ita- big Italian. He is Italian, person. actually. Oh, okay. Well, there that that makes total sense because uh, Toronto will embrace an Italian big time, big Italian community in Toronto. And finally, the Celtics, thirtieth pick, last pick of the first round. Get bigger in the middle. Vernon Carey Jr., center from Duke, 6'10", 270. This guy was a monster playing for the Blue Devils. Boston will take him, hold on to him. Might see him in the G League, but, um, yeah, I think this is a guy they could use. So Might, might spend a short stint in the Shinston over 40. He might. He might. A little bit of, for some seasoning. I mean, it's, it's very possible. I mean, you don't know. JR's barbecue sauce. Seasoning. Hey, JR's barbecue sauce is awesome. No, I'm not saying it's not. I've never had it, but you should. You should. You should get some. It's pretty daggone. Uh, no one ever gets me gifts. I get nothing. Well, I'm just. Good. I'm just the giver. You're just too cheap to buy it for yourself. There's that too. <laughs> well, that's gonna do it for our one round NBA draft, and hopefully next year we get to go back to the two round system. And uh, but I hope you. I hope you know there's a lot to look forward to next week with the draft. So. It's good there to run sh- through. There should be some real surprises just by the fact because nobody really knows what the hell's going on. So there should be some real zingers. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I'll tell you what. Let's take a timeout. And we're going to hear from our good friends over, as I forgot their name, at Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. My bad. I had to remember the sponsor's name. Couldn't remember it for a second. Let's hear it from our good friends at Atomic Comics and Collectibles LSC, and we'll be back right after this. We'll be talking football. If you're into comic books and collectibles, then you are going to want to check out Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC. They buy and sell comic books, action figures, pop fun codes, vintage video game system, vinyl records, and other collectibles. Retro and vintage collectibles are their specialty. They have fair and competitive pricing on all their items. Their prices will make you say, Oh my God! Currently, they run on Facebook, and they're in the process of getting their own storefront in Logan, West Virginia. Give their Facebook page a like and keep updated on new merchandise and announcements for Comic-Cons and store opening in your area. They do ship, but only within the United States at this time. Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, where yesterday's memories are today's future. If you are looking for anything comic book or collectible-wise, you are going to want to do one thing. Assemble. And head over to Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Check out their Facebook page, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Thanks to our good friends at Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Again, that's Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. All right, Tim, it's that time of the week. We start talking NFL and the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll start from the top this week, shall we? Let's do it. The Packers. Big win, 34-17. Brett, or Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers looked like uh, Aaron Rodgers this week. Uh, big win. Uh, Packers win on Thursday night. 
Is, like, is there a lot of teams that are schizophrenic in the league this year? Is it it just seems me? that way, doesn't it? <laughs> the Packers were, you know, played really good. The 49ers were not so great. Um, of course, the 49ers are missing. They got a lot of injuries. Yeah, so they're forgiven. Um, yeah, I mean, it was what it was. So a big win for the Packers there. Moving to Sunday, Texans beat the Jaguars 27-25. Man, this is a this is a game. It seemed like nobody wanted to win. <laughs> well, I mean, they've only got three wins between them, so yeah, <laughs> might, that might be accurate. I, I could, it may have been. Uh, Giants played the Washington football team. Speaking of teams that didn't want to win, uh, Giants get the win though, twenty three twenty. Just just to muddy up that East division a yeah. little bit more. <laughs> they can only beat each other, and it, it's really funny. It's really funny to watch the NFC East. It's uh, one of those they, teams is going to get a home play. I mean, in that game. game too. I mean, talk about you know the Giants put up twenty in the first half. Washington can't do anything. Then the, the Giants really couldn't do anything in the second half. They scored to get a field goal. Washington yeah. scores seventeen. If the game goes for another three minutes, Washington wins, but ran out of time. Only thing that was cool about that game, Alex Smith returns. Yeah, that's cool to see him back. And did well, so good for him. Yeah, I believe he's getting the start this week, too. That's what I hear. Yeah, so, so he'll, he'll get the start this week. So good for Alex Smith. Um, like Got to win comeback player of the year or whatever they have in the not even, not even close. Yeah, yeah not even close. Uh, Ravens beat the Colts in a... You know, a game that I would have thought maybe the over would have been the one to take here, but twenty-four to ten, uh, not the most exciting game. But Ravens get well, the win anyway. Did, did, like, what happened to Lamar Jackson? All of a sudden, uh, he can't seem to do a whole lot. Seems anymore. like teams are figuring him out. I mean, this but game there are was winning still. There are still this winning. game was a lot closer than you know fourteen points, but it was. I mean, it was closer than that. They. They were on the ropes for the better part of this game. And, I mean, the Colts, I don't really think they're all that good. But You know, the Colts are just one of those teams. They're just kind of there. And they'll win some, they'll lose some, but, you know, they're they're not blowing anybody out and they're not getting beat by much. Again, a little bit of schizophrenia there. The Ravens look, like, awesome. And now the last couple of weeks they've still won, but they haven't looked so great. So, yeah, it's so. kind of a wait-and-see thing there. Um Vikings beat the Lions 34-20, and, man, the Lions. I mean, it just seems like the Lions just can't get over that hump. The Lions are bad, but the Vikings wish they could somehow erase the first three or four games of their yeah, season. Yeah, because they really, they've really turned it on lately. Well, uh, Dalvin Cook, I don't know if he found a, mir- found a miracle drug or what happened to him. Yeah, but he's the best war. running back in football right now. Nobody yeah. can touch him. I mean, Unreal my, what that guy my, can do. My better half being a Vikings fan, and, and but not the you know it's just starting to get into football a little heavier. Yeah, and she's like she's like, well, what did he do that was so good? And I'm like, well, normally you know a hundred yards is that's a special day. That's that's a banner day. This guy's putting up two hundred or th- on a regular basis. <laughs> it's it's starting it's unbelievable. To get a little, starting to get a little. If crazy. he just wasn't, if he was not made of glass, he would be like. I was the, gonna say he's uh, almost due. He's almost due to get hurt. Yeah, it's about what happens with him. Um, Titans beat the Bears twenty four seventeen. Sorry, Bogus. I think the real Bears have finally showed up. Yeah, I think the Bears 
Well, I mean, first of all, Nick Foles, who didn't play horribly, but, you know. He's not the answer. He isn't. And uh, the only receiver that they've got that's worth anything is Allen Robinson. There is I mean, no they're, they're already talking about that's a possibility Trubisky plays next week or this week. Um, I mean, the, bear, the, the Bears are, to be honest, we thought they, they are, were. Yeah, they are. They, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that'll never get old. Um, I mean, they're five and four, and that's basically what they are. They're an average middle of the road team. I got to agree with you. Chiefs escape Carolina. How about Carolina here? 31 to 33. The Chiefs barely pull one out. Well, the, like, if the Chiefs can ever find some defense, they'd be unstoppable. Yeah, right? they're, they're hurting defensively. Uh, CMC was back first time uh, since early on. And, is, and, and will not play this week. Is he not playing this week? They're injured again. Well, uh, uh, you hate to hear that as they play Tampa. I, I, uh, I'm, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that he is uh, out. So, well, oh well. Uh, the Chiefs do pick up the win, though. They continue to, to roll there. Here was one I don't think a lot of us saw coming. Bills beat the Seahawks, forty-four. Uh, oh? I actually took the Bills last week. I mean, Russell Wilson has been ordinary the last week or two he yep. was not spectacular and the the bills again kind of a bit schizophrenic they they i mean their record was good but they had kind of had some nail biters and squeakers and all that and josh allen looks like joe montana out there i don't know yeah what he happened. can't play this week uh, yeah, he looked he looked good uh you know uh, full full credit to the bills i mean i didn't think they were as good as the seahawks but Apparently they are. So, then the Falcons beat the Broncos thirty-four twenty-seven. Uh, you know, no Calvin Ridley, no problem apparently for the Falcons. They uh, well, again. Now, did, did did are the Falcons ownership? Are they kicking their butts for not firing their coach after about week two instead? Yeah, of, really, because it's really it's turned around since. Well, they're three of what? They're three of four since they since they changed. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, I still don't think the Falcons are very good, but (laughs) well, the Raiders beat the chargers and a, uh, man, the chargers are a team that like a couple plays go different. They're, they've got a winning record. They're just so close. There was, I mean, that was, came down to a last minute overturned touchdown on replay. Yeah. So it's not you know they didn't get slaughtered or anything. Um, well, they're losing, but they're they're the games are always competitive and close. And you know, a couple of weeks ago, Allen catches the ball and laterals it to Eckler, but it ends up being a fumble because Eckler couldn't hold on. If Eckler had caught the the lateral, then it would have been a touchdown because there was nobody near him. I mean, they've had a couple of games where it's been nail biters, and they're in position to win. But I think. A rookie quarterback like Herbert, they're not getting the job done, whereas they're going to be a team to beat here within the next year or two because they're almost there. Yeah, they, they could use a little help on the defensive side, oh, too. They're, they're, they're not horrible, but they're not, you know, they bleed. A, you know, all they needed was, uh, you know, one good stop in there somewhere, and the, the, yep. they, they, they win. So, but anyway. Well, our next one, uh, Dolphins. 34-31. Are the Dolphins for real? Look out. Tua. 
It's looking like it too has just been a beast. Or how? I mean, how much of that is because nobody's seen him? I mean, that, like that, they don't, that could you know, that that could be part of it. But I, I mean, he's obviously the skill he showed in college yep. was real. So and here we were questioning it. It's like, why are they taking Fitzpatrick out? Why are they doing that? You know, they're three and three. Now we kind of see why. Okay, but if he had all of that, he had all of that. Why didn't they just play him at the beginning of the year? My logic still holds. They had it's... a plan, I guess. I guess they wanted to wait till after the bye week. That's all I can think. Well, they. Uh, I mean, who would have thunk that Dolphins would be five and three? That that's probably one of the most stunning feats this year. Um, and, and and what's worse though is they're five and three and they're not leading the division because Buffalo is on fire. Yeah, if you'd have told me you know, two, three years ago, Buffalo and Miami would be the teams to beat in that division, I'd have called you crazy. And, and what's funnier is is they can't fin- <laughs> we're, we're only halfway through the season, and they can't fin- – they could lose every game here out, and they still couldn't finish last because the Jets are so oh, off of that. Well, the Steelers beat the Cowboys – and a come-from-behind win, uh, and they, they did not cover 14-and-a-half. Like and I it was ugly. Oh, yeah, bowling shoe ugly. Oh, it was ugly. Like, the, the Steelers forgot how to play football until the fourth quarter. The Cowboys were their usual, let's tease you with maybe this is the week we actually win. But, but You know, yeah. I like their quarterback, though. I think he's he a, that's showed... the guy they stick with. Yeah, well, he's definitely better than Danucci or whatever the hell his name was. Yeah, is he related to the the WWF? Yeah, the WWF jobber. I was gonna say he needs to go back <laughs> to training Mick Foley. Uh, but, I don't know if he's related, but yeah, I think this is the guy that you got to stick with. The the fourth string guy ended up being the guy. Oh, well, you know, if the Cowboys have basically got to uh, if they can get something out of this guy, even if he just is half decent. I mean, they've only got to play the, the Eagles and beat them. Yeah, I mean, and sneak a couple of hands out here, and I think the Cowboys can, can make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, if you can, you can go like, it's ridiculous to say, but you could go like 5-11, and 11, you might make it. You might sneak in anyway. Yeah, the NFC East is that bad. They're um, that bad, yeah. Speaking of ugly, Sunday night, Saints-Bucks, 38-3. to Saints-Bucks. I have to be honest, it's been a long time since I've just stopped watching. I mean, I've seen some ugly games, but I literally turned this off. Halftime, I had the TV off. Couldn't take it any. Was, it, it was, was that bad. bad, and there was no sign that it wasn't like, oh, well, you know, they caught a couple bad breaks, and they could catch a couple good ones they might get they back couldn't in it. Get, damn, they, could, they could barely get a first down. Yeah, it wasn't it any was of bad. that. It was it just was bad. It's it has to be close to the worst I've ever seen Tom Brady play. Yeah, and, and you know what? I pity the Carolina Panthers because I feel like that's going to be the team that suffers for it. You know, hey, the Saints have the Tampa's number. It happened. We saw it. Tampa takes the loss there. If you're going to lose, you know, now's the time to get those you know, marks out. Yeah, you know how I like my stats. Yes. Okay. You know, well, Brady throws for two oh nine, three picks. Mm. Sacked three times. Quarterback rating of three point eight. Not good. And no, you go, no. okay. But but you think to yourself, okay, it couldn't be worse there, could it? Then I look at Tampa Bay had five carries for eight yards rushing. Yeah. 
Okay, well, you can't win a football game when you rush for eight freaking yards. No, you can't. Like, that just doesn't happen. Unless you've got the greatest show on earth, Los Angeles, where I guess whatever, wherever they were, the whatever greatest Rams show they on were. Turf. Yeah, I mean, those guys, and even then, they still had a running game. They still had Marshall Falk, I mean. Well, that tells you, though, how bad the uh, the play was that uh, that they only had 43 plays. Uh, again, a lot of three and outs. It was embarrassing as a fan. You know, took a lot of took a lot of shots from a lot of people, and I, I understand. Well, hey. and, and well, I yeah, but like you said, if there is one quarterback, well, there are two quarterbacks in the league you don't want to be playing the week after a bad loss. Aaron Rodgers is one of them, and Tom Brady is the other one, because he was po'd. Oh yeah, big time. He was he was embarrassed, and that don't go over well in Brady Land. No, so, it doesn't. So we'll see how it goes this week. But yeah, that was uh, it was a rough performance. Hard to watch. Yeah, it was pretty ugly. I'll say this: I kind of hope the Saints and Bucks do play again in the playoffs because I don't see New Orleans beating them a third time. Well, well, they well they certainly aren't going to. It ain't going to be a beat down because that was a beat down. I mean, it, it was. was it was. Well, we go to Monday night in the most exciting, uninteresting game ever: Patriots thirty, Jets twenty-seven, and an exciting game, but. How does, a game, how does a game with 57 points and a three-point win be boring? And it, yet was. it was. And yet it was boring. I just, it's hard for me to get excited about Joe Flacco. <laughs> I mean. Oh, and yet, I mean, the only thing, that, I mean, he did pass uh, uh, he, he, something about passing yards. I don't even remember. That's how uninterested I was. I think he, pa- he passed somebody in passing yards. To, I mean, he's thrown for. Must but he didn't. Re- Sean Kitna. I mean, he didn't know it was somebody important. He's like way up there. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Well, John Kitna. Are my our apologies to the Kitna fans out there? Yeah, there aren't any. Oh, there's somebody Kitna. I mean, Joe Flacco right? didn't actually play all that bad. No, he didn't. It just they they just they can't. I, I mean, and the Patriots weren't any different. It was like, okay, we've got the ball. We could score here. No, let's screw this up and do something incredibly stupid and, uh, and play calling that makes no sense whatsoever. And it was kind of like, okay, we, do you guys want to win? No, we don't want to win. No, 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 no. Don't you, don't you try to get in our way of Trevor Lawrence? No, um, we're <laughs> we want Trevor Lawrence. No, we we want him, and you guys have already got two wins. So screw you guys. Yeah. It's our guy, not yours. We're we're gonna go up big, and I mean, zero and nine. I well, what was this? Is it only a year ago or two years ago that Cincinnati was zero and sixteen? It's not that far back. It's, it's only not a couple been of that years. long ago. I'm it's not only sure. a couple of years. So I'm not I mean, sure right offhand. So I mean, they're definitely headed though to an o, uh, into to an offer. I mean, I Maybe. just don't. We'll have to. It's a, it's a wait and see. I mean, do they have anybody on? Who do they have left? I mean, do they get anybody? Uh, I would have yeah. to look here. Okay, not beating the Chargers. Well, they yeah, might. Well, Chargers can score. So I mean, if they're going to beat the Chargers, they're Dolphins. not beating. Not beating the Dolphins. They're not beating Seattle, and they're not beating. Well, they got the pay. They got the Patriots again. I think they could sneak <laughs> one out against the Raiders. That that could happen. Uh, well, I can't can't rule out Cleveland because they're pretty schizophrenic too. I mean, you never know what you're going to get from them. So yeah. Well, Tim, let's take a quick time out here, hear from our good friends at Strip Cam Fun, because we like to have a good time. And we'll also, 
<laughs> woo woo, right? <laughs> we'll also hear from our good friends over at Stay Classy Meats. So uh, go to Strip Cam Fun and then go uh, get you some meat. So kill two, get two birds stoned at once. So we'll check them out. Our wonderful sponsors. We'll be right back after this. We're going to wrap the show up with a little bit of, uh, let's see, the Pick'em style here. We'll try them out. Back right after this. Are you tired of the same old average everyday lifestyle and the same old job that has you making less money than what you know you're worth? Well, you should head on over to stripcamfun.com. On Strip Cam Fun, there are tons of eligible men and women waiting to perform for you, and you can join in on the fun yourself. Just head on over at stripcamfun.com where you can strip on cam and have some fun. If you get there right now, you'll get to see some of the most beautiful women, men, and whatever else your heart desires. And you can take advantage of the good times being had on stripcamfun.com. Make sure you get there right now and let them know that Wide Men Can't Jump brought you over. Because stripcamfun.com is not just for everyone. Must be 18 years of older to join in on the good times. Strip Cam Fun, be sure to visit right now. It's stripcamfun.com where you can strip on cam and have some fun. Stay Classy Meats is your online meat market where you can get the best quality meat for competitive prices. Head on over to stayclassymeats.com and use the promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order. That's right, if you head to stayclassymeats.com, you can save 10% on your order with promo code WIDEMEN, but that's not all. Not only will Stay Classy Meats give you 10% off, they're also throwing in a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. Make sure you get over to stayclassymeats.com right now to check out their selection. Whether it be pork, ribs, chicken, steak, bison, ribeye, or any other type of meat that you desire, you can get it at stayclassymeats.com. They are high quality meat that you will not want to miss out on. If you like to eat well and eat clean and eat some of the best quality product out there, Stay Classy Meats is for you. Again, head to stayclassymeats.com right now. Welcome back to Wide Men Can Jump. Thanks to our great sponsors, Strip Cam Fun and Stay Classy Meats. Hey, go check them out. <laughs> well, I thought maybe you were trying to tell me something there. No, I was going to say, hey, go check yeah. them out. All right, Tim. Here we go, and, and we're we're gonna do it this week. This is I'm gonna take my picks. I'm gonna create a parlay, and I'm putting one dollar down. If I hit it, we'll see how much I get. Are you ready? You yeah. don't have to do it. I'm gonna do it. You I'm not, but anyway, you go ahead. All right. Colts Titans is the the matchup this week. Uh, the Titans are, or the Colts are plus one on the road. This is a tough one. I don't know. I kind of, I'm leaning towards the Titans. Yeah, I am too. Minus one. That's about as close to heads up as you can get. Yeah, that's pretty much it. We'll go with the Titans on this one. I'm leaning towards Tennessee. All right. Houston's on the road in Cleveland. Houston plus three. Yeah. Can I say, can I say, uh, Cleveland. Yeah, I'm going to go Cleveland as well. There's a few more points. Nick Chubb's coming back. There was a few more points maybe, but three. 
Jacksonville yeah. is on the road at Green Bay, minus 13. So Jacksonville's getting 13. Well, I mean, Green Bay should cover that. Yeah, I think they should. They had the long week. It's going to be the only thing, though. What's the weather going to be like in Green Bay? I don't matter. <laughs> it's Green uh, Bay. It, no, not cold because it says mine says here that it's supposed to rain. Now, uh, rain, they play, is, they rain play. is a whole new, yeah, but that's a whole new ball game for scoring points. In, that's you know, true. Rain versus cold. Cold, yeah. Green Bay don't care about cold. That, that don't matter at all. But rain's another, another animal. But yeah. All right, the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Giants. In oh, New York, Jesus. Giants are plus three. Good Lord. Well, yeah, I, mean, the, I mean, the Eagles should win. I like the Giants at home. How, however, well, I wasn't quite done yet. However, yeah, this is a tie. Can you take a tie? I'm taking the Giants with the points at home. Fair enough. I'm going to take the Giants. Tampa Bay on the road at Carolina after that shellacking. Carolina's plus five and a half at home. Yeah, they're going to need it because I think Tampa Bay is going to kick the shit out of Carolina. That's my yeah, I'll, I'll take Tampa as well. Uh, Denver is on the road in Las Vegas. Denver plus four and a half. Not going to hear this very often out of me, but take the Raiders. You know, yeah, Raiders coming off a bye. Yeah, I like it. Denver Buffalo, has not been good. Buffalo is in Arizona. Buffalo's plus two in this one. This should be a good game. I agree. I agree. This I know be. what I know for sure. One thing in this game, I'm taking the over. Yeah, the over seems like the the, the smart I, call. I think, I think that would be a, a pretty much a, a wise move. Um, the over is fifty six. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's not that much. It's 28-28. I mean, I, I see that happening without too much trouble. I'm going to take uh, Buffalo in the points. I think Buffalo... I mean, when it, yeah, when in doubt, if you get the points, you know, that's probably the smart move. Chargers in Miami at the Dolphins. Dolphins, or Chargers are plus three. Another game where I'll take the over. <laughs> over under 48. Oh, good Lord. I'll take that all day long. Yeah, man. that's an over bet all day. That might be one of those ones where I check it at the half and see how much it's moved and bet bet at the half. But uh, I'll take Miami wins. Yeah, I'm going to take Miami at home. Seattle is in Los Angeles. Now, here's an interesting one. Seattle plus one. They're taking on the Rams. I assume that they must know something that we don't. But I got to think the Seahawks were not very good last week, and that's not going to wash very well in S- Seattle. Um, going to see a better effort, I would like. Defensively, they're horrible. Which is, I, I'm going to take Seattle. I think that's. I uh, would think, yeah, I think you have to. Yeah, I don't see Russell Wilson and them struggling two weeks in a row. No. Rams not high powered offense enough for me. 49ers are in New Orleans. 49ers plus nine. Yeah, nine. Eh? Yeah, I still take New Orleans. Yeah, me too. Too many injuries for San Fran. Baltimore is in New England. Baltimore or New England's plus seven and a half. Well, again, Baltimore should win that, but 
based on last week, I mean, the Patriots weren't very good, but either was Baltimore. So. I'm taking Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, if I had to put money on it, I'm picking them. Minnesota in Chicago. Bears are plus three at home against the Vikings on but, Monday night. Based on the last week or two, I have to take Minnesota in this game. Yeah, I agree with you. All right. Well, apparently I cannot select more than more than 10 plays. So what games are we least confident in? All of them. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to avoid this Tennessee-Indianapolis game. I don't like it. Okay, that, that, that'd be one, yeah. And um, I think I'm going to avoid this Giants-Eagles that game. Was, that would have been my second one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to avoid all those. Maybe Buffalo-Arizona, Buffalo, maybe? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to avoid that one, too. So That one's, that one's kind of interesting. Actually, I'm, taking a lot, I'm going to avoid Vegas. I don't know. I don't really like the Vegas game at all. But okay, well, that's actually, still, you know that's, what? I'll stick with that one. I'll stick with that. I'm going to avoid Buffalo. And yeah, that, that one could go either way. So we're betting a dollar here on a 19 parlay. Some, somebody at that website is going, oh, good God. <laughs> well, let morons. me tell you what. If we These morons. Hit, do you know how much we win if we well, it's got to be. It's got to be pretty good, even if for the buck. $323. Well, I'll pray for nine victories because that'd sure be nice. Uh, I'll go ahead and place the bet. We are Browns minus three, Packers minus 13, Tampa minus five and a half, Raiders minus four and a half, Dolphins minus three, Seahawks plus one, New Orleans minus nine, Baltimore minus seven and a half, and Vikings minus three. $1 bet for a $323 risk. I mean, I will say to, to anybody who... Heck like, with it. Why not? Let's yeah, try. Anybody who's thinking about betting, like, you don't have to bet big money. Like, and obviously, no. don't bet don't bet money you can't afford to lose, obviously. We literally just bet a dollar just for the but, fun. But, you know, you would be utterly amazed how much more fun it is to watch a game when you have, like, a buck on it or two bucks or whatever it is. Like, I usually only bet five, and it's still... It does make things quite entertaining when you – you still have a reason to watch. It looks like if it's the spread or whatever else, like there still might be a reason to keep watching regardless of what the score yeah. is. Well, Tim, you got a couple of college plays uh, this weekend. Why don't you yeah. fill the folks in check, on your college plays? Check, check out that Appalachian flavor of those two picks. Eh? Yeah, well, what were your picks? Marshall? I, I got Marshall and uh, an App State I, I, I got going. Because I have learned that if you check the odds, the spread, particularly the spread, it does tend to move a lot during the week. It does. Yep. And I'll, you'll get some uh, quality uh, odds if you pick early. So, uh, and I feel good about both those games anyway. So, Well, again, that's not going to be my only bet this weekend. That was just my dollar bet. I'll go back and do more. I don't want to say more serious, but more bets that I think I uh... – I'll always uh, – I'll, I'll bet a, two, a game or two, and I'll see how I do. And if I win, then I may bet one more again in the at nighttime on the late game or something like that. Yeah, yeah, we have fun with it. I mean, right Yeah, now it's all for fun. It's not for – I mean, yeah. if we win any money, that's wonderful. But if we lose it all, we wouldn't care either. Who cares, it's right? More, it's more for fun. Well, we've doubled our. I mean, hell, we're playing with house money at this point. Exactly, we are. So uh, it's all good. Yeah, but uh, you know, we, we have. You ever hear time. of that, Tom? Tom, you ever hear of that house money? You ever hear of that? <laughs> yeah, that's money that he had that he was going to pay the house payment with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope he ain't listening. 
That one might sting him a tiny bit. Oh, I'm him. only kidding. He, he knows I love him. Yeah, uh, but we're going to call it a week this week. That's our look at the draft, some NBA news, some NFL updates. Oh, I do want to tell everybody, if you're a wrestling fan, go check out the Walter Ilya Dragunov match that just happened not too long ago on NXT UK. I highly recommend it if you're a pro wrestling fan. Uh, check it out. Pretty cool stuff. Um, I sent it to you, Tim. I know you haven't had a chance to watch it. I haven't yet. I will probably it's, tomorrow. It's pretty good, I think. I was it's a, a holiday. We, we, um, uh, we Canadians, uh, we, we actually treat our holidays with reverence. and actually people we had a stay holiday home. today. We actually had a holiday today. Yeah, but all your shit's still open, or a lot of it. And it, up here, it's not. It's really weird. They're not weird. It's very different. We, that's that's still a holiday up here that still gets a lot of uh, respect. Yeah, down here it's more of a holiday that gets uh you know here's a Facebook post, and it, and that's bad. You know, I the veterans oh, that used to I mean, be a lot of a lot of holidays. Today, have so. become, you know, it's basically oh, it's a holiday. Oh, do I get to stay home from work? Excellent. Yeah, that's you know. pretty much what. They yeah, and after that, nobody really cares all that much. But in Remembrance Day up here still gets a pretty good. Well, that's good. I mean, they had a still gets a pretty good push. It rained really hard here today, but they did have a special Veterans Day program, I know, today. And there was a lot of people out taking up collections for the veterans. And if you are a veteran or, uh, you know, you're currently serving, I know we actually get a lot of downloads from a lot of other countries, uh, veterans and military personnel. Uh, if you're a veteran, uh, we thank you for your service. And whatever branch you're in, whatever you're doing, even if you're just, you know, if you're mopping floors somewhere and yeah, that's your co- job. Coast Guard, any of that stuff. Yeah, that's all important, man. Absolutely. All important, and well, it's a job that a lot of us wouldn't or couldn't do. I couldn't do it. I support the troops, so I don't have to be the troops. And, that's uh, right. I and Stephen P. New is a, a veteran uh, as well, so we thank him for his service and a lot of our yeah, listeners. Yeah, you don't you don't have to be somebody who fought in a war to be. No, a no, just your, just yeah, your yeah. service, obviously. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. Obviously, so uh, my good buddy Justin Bailey, who's in the army or in the service up in uh, Rochester, um, you know, I guess I'll thank you, you bastard. Nah, I love Bailey; he's a good. Is guy. he that? Is, is he that guy that's always stirring up the shit on Facebook? All oh time? yeah, that's that him. That's <laughs> it. Okay. Yeah, all right, and I like him. I like kind of guy, he, right? You're kind of yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't have a problem with him. I just notice he does. Uh, he's, uh, he's a good kid. He's a his good. Name, his name does sometimes appear in the midst of the hoopla. Yeah, he's a good kid, bless him. But uh, thanks again, everybody, for tuning in this week. I know it's a little shorter episode. We'll be back next week, probably next Thursday. Uh, uh, Nate, Nate tells us how disappointed he is in Minnesota's first pick. And... Probably. <laughs> hey, whoever we pick, if they're on the team, just get us to the playoffs, man. And we, and we probably will have an interview with the uh, first-round pick is Giada Bogus, probably. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Jeff Simmons will be on next week's episode. Be on standby for that. We got to track. We got to track down the ever elusive Karen. We've got to. We do. We got to get. We got to get Karen before. We got to get her before Christmas. Oh, we will. We will. Because there's got to be talk about like what I'm getting. You know. Oh yeah, I bet. Yes, we will do so. But again, thanks everybody for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the episode, and we'll be back next week with more. Again. NBA drafts next week. We're looking forward to it. Hopefully uh, find out what's going on next week and we'll, uh, we'll be back more NFL picks, more talk and uh, who knows what else is coming. So do you have anything you want to add before we jettison on out of here? I don't know. I'm thinking about, I might have to do a mock draft key word on mock there. Um, yes. 
I don't know. Other than that, I don't have much to say. Shout out to my bitches. <laughs> I hope you're talking about your dogs. All right. Any- Could be. I know. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I use that term endearingly. I know you do. What's the old Cat Williams joke? I call you bitches because I don't know you on a first name basis. <laughs> <laughs> Does it, isn't he the guy who says that if you keep using it enough, eventually they'll just start answering? Yeah, I think it was him. I think it was him. (laughs) All right, that's going to do it for Wide Men Can't Jump this week. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Later, everyone. I'm Nate. We'll see you next time. And guess what, people? You survived the election. We did. And 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 we survived Bogus cooking on a hibachi. Well, we haven't survived that yet. Well, he did it once, so. But we didn't get to eat any, so. Very true. I hope, now, he does, the, I hope he does that volcano onion. That's pretty cool. Okay, okay but does okay? He has the hibachi, but is he actually doing the cooking, or is it Whitney? Any self-respecting man's going to be doing the cooking outside. Okay, but we're talking about bogus. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this broadcast on the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com slash widemencantjump. You can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash widemencantjump for more exclusive content only available to our Patreon members. You can find this program and others like it on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, and more. Just search Wide Men Can't Jump. Thanks to our sponsors, the law offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, Stripcamfun.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, located at Facebook.com slash Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, and Stay Classy Meats, where you can check them out at StayClassyMeats.com and use promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. Follow us on Twitter at WideJump, and be sure to keep up with all the content that's being posted there. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Wide Men Radio Network.